0: I think roller derby is a hopeful thing. He earned enough money from selling plants that he paid off the mortgage on his house. People (laughs) always want to know, uh, you know, is that a lie or is that the truth? I completely disassembled this Triumph TR6. I
1: wish I could have been a professional woman soccer player. I'm Martha Woodruff, and this is The Spark, an exploration of interesting people doing interesting things. Ian Cray says his company, EN Computers, provides technical staffing solutions for companies that don't have full technical staffs. Now a disclaimer, EN Computers is a WMRA underwriter, but that also explains how I happened to meet Ian at a station event, get to talking with him, and find out that his fascination with computers goes way back.
0: It all started with a gentleman named Doug and a VCR repair class when I was 11. <laughs> I was passionate about electronics, playing around with televisions, video game systems, those types of things. And my friends became increasingly interested in playing with computers when I was in, in high school. And I started to build gaming computers Computers were more of a business tool in the nineties and they were just starting to be adopted as a a gaming platform. And just like kids hot rod a car, we were hot rodding these computers with big video cards and those types of things. And that gave me the, the hands-on experience of assembling systems and repairing systems, which then I took into school and I started working with a gentleman there in school, uh, Mr. Cheshire, and he was responsible for the school network. He referred me to uh, other teachers. They referred me to people in the business community. And before you knew it, I was taking tech support calls in the high school bathroom on a brick cell phone in between classes <laughs> for you know local real estate offices, local veterinary offices. Did they know class. that
1: you were in the high school bathroom? <laughs> you were a kid?
0: <laughs> they, they knew that I was a kid. They may not have known that I was in the high school bathroom during the support call. They probably should have known better. However, I, I stuck with it, and here I am 20 years in, now working with 60 area businesses as their contract IT support. We've got a team of 22 people.
1: All right. You're 11 years old. What's so interesting about this repair class?
0: Growing up, my parents did not allow me to have a TV until I was fairly old. I think part of the attraction was it was the forbidden fruit. <laughs> and that always does have some allure. It, you know, uh, we weren't a family of a lot of means. Oftentimes that meant, you know, repairing something or building your own and, and making something work instead of going out and buying the, the latest thing at uh, Montgomery Ward.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember Monkey Ward. What got you so deeply into the workings of these things? Because at 11, you only do that which is attractive in your free time.
0: I don't know if it was at 11 or gradually over time. There was, a, I do recall, a, a breaking point where... I was playing a video game called Transportation Tycoon, and the, the goal of the game is to build this massive rail and, and transport network. And I came home one Friday after school, and I started playing this game, and I played it all through the night with no sleep. And I finally, it, it was one of these types of games where you can't really beat the game. However, I was making so much money with these rail networks that the, the, the game did what an old-timey car odometer did. It just rolled over to zero. <laughs> and I figured, you know, here it was, 8 in the morning the next day, I'd been playing this silly game all night long, and I I was tired, and it was just a, you know, what have I really accomplished? Great, it's now rolling over zero, but I'm still a broke high school kid. And I remember that being a point where I started moving away from just Fooling around with the technology and really trying to build systems because I enjoyed working with the technology and selling them to friends, selling them to teachers who were looking to buy a personal computer, working with the uh, the school, working with internships to take it on as a profession.
1: How would you describe how your brain works? I'm the product
0: of a mother who's an artist and a father who's an engineer. And I feel that my brain works in a fashion where I am very visual. I'm also very analytical. And I think that that suits me well for problem solving with today's technology in the way that I have solved problems with systems that are already built growing up, we were working mostly with graphical interfaces, although there's a, an element of command line. And Wait
1: a minute, you better explain graphical and command line, please.
0: <laughs> command line would be, you know, the old DOS black screen type typing in the prompts, and graphical would be using the mouse to, you know, navigate through menus to get things done. And I feel that I have a good memory for visual elements, and that helped me when I was a hands-on technical person. As a career IT person, I don't leverage those skills anymore. I feel that the skills that, that I leverage are more around bringing uh, awareness to the technology that makes every business these days work, but often is forgotten about once it is in and working.
1: Did you ever think I'm going to grow up and go to college and, you know, sell insurance or anything?
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. I had a fairly singular focus on technology support, so much so that when I graduated, I started a retail store in Stanton and started selling computers. I sold computers to local businesses, a local college, and had some success with that. My team and I, we built probably 600 computers uh, during that phase. You know, it was a challenging time. Uh, Running a retail store, running retail hours at a young age is very challenging. Uh, We also had some miscommunications with, you know, large orders and things like that. You can imagine the type of liability that you can uh, end up with as a kid, and, you know, you've got a a $70,000 order that's canceled when you've got all of the parts in your warehouse. So those types of things, I think, built my my business sense.
1: Matured you.
0: Yeah, (laughs) real quick.
1: (laughs) What haven't you done that you want to do? Mm. Or is it just not something you consider?
0: You may have seen me walking by before the interview, immediately talking on my phone, responding to an email. I'm one of those types of people who tries to start doing things right away when I start thinking about them. So that's a very tough question for me to answer, the path that I took has worked out very well for me, but I envy those who are given four or five years to just pursue the pursuit of knowledge and to also form friends outside of uh, workplace structure. Uh, For me, I've always been the man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, since (laughs) you're 11. (laughs) Well,
0: not, not since I was 11, but since I was about 18, and I've never known it any other way.
1: In his spare time, Ian McRae is working to revitalize the old industrial buildings of the languishing basic city side of Waynesboro. You can hear that part of our conversation, plus find a picture of Ian and a link to Ian Computers on the Spark page at WMRA.org. With gold just at my feet, design. There, you'll also find a picture of the EN Computer Building dolled up for another of Ian McRae's civic babies, the Virginia Street Arts Festival at Waynesboro.